Hi everybody, it's 6 o'clock, it's Monday, it's time for the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm and .sf. I am exceedingly stoned today. <laughs> I got a lot of shit done, but I've made this pot-infused coffee. I have this coffee I've been drinking that has weed in it, so it's kind of changed my life. <laughs> it makes making email lists so much easier. Copy-paste is like a puzzle. Okay, so I'm a little slow, but it's good today because there's a lot of people dropped out, so time is just a construct, and it doesn't matter. But we'll still abide by the normal rules. Maybe we'll just have more comments. I don't know what's going to happen, but after three minutes, you'll hear the... And that means that you have a minute, and then we'll talk about your stuff. So I just got this thing from the city, and it says that starting on the 20th, everybody's mandated to wear masks inside. Boo. Um, so, you know, wear masks inside, follow the rules. If you see that I don't have one, that's because I'm behind glass and I'm far away from all of you. <laughs> so I don't have to wear, so I, I figured out a rule where I get to break it, right? Um, so in that case, there's some microphones out there. There's plastic baggies up there. I mean, the other thing to do is just take off your mask and then put it on top of the microphone. I don't know. We've never had an outbreak here, so let's keep it that we don't, I guess talking too much uh, but for comments remember there's microphones there's some over there in that little corner there's one back here so um, take notes and be nice to each other your first comedian is a super funny hilarious guy he's part of the hella funny family put your hands together and pay attention to the very very wonderful and amazing Quate Mox Silva yay Oh, I like this hip-hop shit that Pam is playing. What's up, guys? How we doing? It's Monday. We're all tired. We all just got off from fucking work. We all just finished having sex. We all just finished, got out the operation. What's up, man? I'm so happy to be here. Oh, that sounds nasty. All right. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, I got lucky last week ago because I, I got a massage, a free massage. And um, it was like a legit massage. I wanted to get a Thai massage. And I was really excited because my, my muscles were killing me. My bones hurt because I do MMA and all that stuff. And uh, I walked in. You know, you have to sign the will. You know, like, hey, what's your name? Here's some money, blah, blah, blah. What, what hurts? Oh, it's like my feet, my back hurts, you know, and my neck. And also, can you guys get my hands? And be careful. I pop my ribs. So just be careful because it still hurts. So this Asian lady... Brought me in. She gave me pajamas. I was like, cool. You know what I mean? I don't mind wearing their pajamas. And I'm laying down. She's giving me a hand massage, and it feels good. She's rubbing me down. It smells like coconut oil. And she just walks on my feet, and she's holding on to the pole on the on the ceiling, right? And she's just putting that pressure. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. And I'm breathing. And she's tiny. She's like 4'11". I'm breathing hard. I'm like, <sighs> And the fucked up part is when you're getting a massage, you got to wear a mask, right? So it's like I have to breathe even more. I'm like, <laughs> like it's like, you know, when you sag, you know, when you're young, you had to sag your jeans. That's what I had to do when, when I'm getting a massage. I had to sag my mask. And uh, when she was walking on my back, and I forgot to tell you guys, back then I, I used to weigh a lot. I used to weigh 320 pounds. I have extra skin, right? So when she was walking on my back, the lady slipped on my fucking back. 
and the whole table like broke and she fucking fell on her shoulder and I like I landed on the side and I, I fell on top of her. It was not a good look, man. So it was just like, oh, you hear? And I was like, ah, right. I, I, I was OK, but she wasn't. So that's how I got a free, free massage because I was going to spend one hundred and twenty dollars to get a massage, but I got it for free. So it was worth it. Mm, yeah, what else I want to talk about? Uh, you know, I'm I'm 31 now, and I'm pretty happy. Don't clap. I don't care. I don't celebrate white man's ho- holidays. Fuck birthdays. I don't do that. Uh, but I decided I'm going to write my will. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Like, I really don't have that much to give. Maybe some clothes and some, you know, pictures and maybe a little pocket change. But when I die, I want people to use my bones. Not for science, but I want weapons. Make weapons out of my bones. Use my jawbone as a fucking nunchuck or something like that. Like, I want to do something different, man. Like, use my riz and make an instrument. Fuck, man. Like, I don't know. I want you guys to do something cool with my body. Like, don't give it to fucking nephrophiliacs or nothing like that. But just give it to someone really cool. Like, I don't know. Do something with my balls. Make a fucking lighter out of them. I don't know. Do something cool or a fucking pipe. You know what I mean? <laughs> I literally smoke my pipe. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. You know, like... Like, I'm not scared of dying, but I'm scared of not doing all the things I want to do. And that sounds so cliche, but it's like, man, what's next? Because I was just meditating in my room. Like, all right, I want to be famous. I want to do movies. I want to write. I want to write a book. I want to chill. I want to fuck a lot of women. And that's what I like to do. And uh, what I have to sacrifice some things. Like, I don't I don't smoke weed anymore. It's been like f- almost four months. I like weed. I, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with weed. But what are you willing to sacrifice you know, I'm I, like to chase my dreams. I'm I'll, I'll give up pussy. You know, what I mean, like seriously, like when you have like, like I, I'm not a religious person, but I feel like I'm here for something. Like I'm meant to do something in this planet, and all of you too. But like, I think like you just really have to sacrifice. Like, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll sacrifice a fucking goat. You know what I mean to make my fucking dream comes true. What's up, fellas? What's going on? It's open mic night. You know how it is. Um, all right. Well, what else I want to talk about? Uh, you know, for fun, I like to fuck with my grandmother. Like, I like to fucking give her wet willies. You know what I mean? I like to, like, you know, fuck up her hair dye. Like, sometimes I'll color her hair. I'll make it fucking teal and shit just to fuck with her. Just, you know. And also, my auntie, she has uh, dementia. So I'm taking care of her now, right? And it's kind of cool, you know. I have to cook for her. And uh, I like to spice it up for her. And I make beans and rice every fucking day. So I always tell her, hey, auntie, are you, you want some breakfast? Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, and I bring the beans and rice. She's like, what is this? Oh, it's sushi. You know what I mean? It's really good. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Next day, oh, you know, hey, what do you want? I don't know. I want something exotic. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll make you something to eat. Beans and rice. <laughs> and she's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, my God, auntie, it's, a, it's, it's, it's Chinese food. What do you think? Come on now. <laughs> you know, I got to spice up my life with her. All right, guys, my name is Cuauhtemo. Please critique me and, um, I don't know, lick ass. I don't know. Be happy. Yay. Ending on an ass joke like a professional. Woo. Yeah. That was lovely. You, uh, with your sacrificing for your career, did you think of sacrificing a virgin? So I have to use no, you? No, me neither. Huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I'd be like, of course not. Back to the goat, you know, or something like that. Mm, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I didn't get it, but I got it. <laughs> no, just joking. I got it. I got it. I got it. I was thinking about the massage thing and um, 
Like maybe you could have gotten a free massage out of it or a free happy ending out of it. Oh. Or like maybe it's somehow like insurance or like happy ending insurance because someone's getting hurt. It's like a medical massage or something. Mm. I was just thinking about insurance and happy endings. Happy ending the, the weapon bones is really, really funny, but I just put in some specific instruments like a lyre. Like that's one of the, like just look, look up a couple ancient instruments and pepper them in there as specific things and it'll be like mm. weird and cool. And that, and you did with the pipe, like a corn cob pipe, same thing, like pick something really specific, like a bolt, like something ancient people used. Mm, okay. And then, and then that'll, cause you can do one tooth, but the weapons with the bones and the jawbone and the, that was really specific. The boomerang with your jawbone, like that was rad. So I'm um, Ian. Uh, yeah, with the uh, with the donation, with the using your body part stuff, uh, you could also say like, uh, you know, at the DMV, you like you're an organ donor. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wish there was a box where like <laughs> my jaws a nunchuck, you know, just like an add add a little tag. Like, I wish that was like an option. DMV bones, okay, bones. But you're a fantastic storyteller. Thank you guys. It's, um, yeah. it's just the more the more like weird specific details you put in the, the more your audience is going to have like opportunities to connect with your writing and because your personality obviously we connect with you right away like mm-hmm. it's awesome so thank you guys are there any other comments oh yeah guys please uh tip pam or Vemo. Uh, oh i i'm sure everybody already did but thank you uh, for saying that that's yeah. really sweet or even the listeners you know yeah no they, everyone can always venmo me money i like that <laughs> right? nice. money is Good, I guess. Um, I'm sorry. I'm really, really high today. Thank you for giving me money. Uh, okay, put your hands together, everybody, for Tamok. Yay! Okay. Sorry. Like, all I did today was, I'm, it's this pot coffee I made. It's like, okay, you're, is Pete here? Did he make it? Yeah. Oh, there he is. Okay, cool. All right, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Pete Ballmer, yay! All right, sweet. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, 26 years old, uh, which means that, like, I'm not, I'm definitely not too old to be going to bars. I like going to bars. Um, But there's now, there's, like, some bars where it's, like, all, all, like, college students or recent college guys that I'm just too old to be at. Uh, So whenever I go to bars now, I always look around for people who are older than me. So I'll be going in, like, walk into a bar, like, all right, this place seems pretty cool. You got a guy reading the menu with reading glasses. Tight. Oh, bald guy? This place is cool. Lady in an Al Gore t-shirt? Oh, she's wearing braces. Never mind. Fuck. Uh, I was at a bar that I was too old to be at uh, recently, and I was talking to these uh, two ladies who were younger than me, and uh, one of them was like, oh, you have your hair in a side part? That's very millennial of you. And I had to explain. I was like, this is just how my hair is. I was born with this haircut. Uh, I switched it up once, didn't like it. And so now I will die with this haircut. You understand? Like, I hate how much we talk about just like generational stuff now. Like, I don't think we used to do that so much. Like, people talk about age stuff. Like, it feels like as a society, we established that it's not okay to discriminate based on, like, you know, race or sexual orientation or gender so now we're just going all in on age you know fucking kids on the internet being like fuck you boomer it's like we didn't talk that way when i was a kid what you would say is a uh, fuck you dad 
don't reduce someone to their age if you don't have to. Doesn't make sense, right? I uh, I was I was talking to those two girls, and um, at one point I was like, uh, you know, how do you guys know each other? And uh, one girl was like, oh, Kayla is my best friend. Uh, we actually just met in the bathroom. She told me to break up with my boyfriend, and so I did. And next weekend, we're going to Napa together. And it just made me so, like, jealous. Like, women have such a good thing going in their bathrooms. It seems like such a utopic and beautiful place where just French, it's open and there's blossoming friendships. And, like, I've checked it out. It's, it's mostly the same as a men's bathroom. Like, sometimes there's a candle, usually not. But, like... I don't know. So I was like pretty hammered on this fine night and I was like just I was like really feeling that I was like I really, you know, I really want that camaraderie out of my bathroom experience. And so I went into the bathroom. It was like a pretty full men's bathroom and I just was like I just like got in and I was like Looks like you got a real piss house in here tonight, boys. <laughs> and then three guys were like, "Yeah." So I think that's something a lot of people are missing out on. I think that's a an area men. And so now we're all going to the nap together next weekend. So pretty cool um i uh what's it called i uh, me and my roommates are in the process i have three roommates and we're making a big purchase we are buying a new couch we're buying a couch new this is a big decision um and it's been a very laborious process uh like we're at the couch store and uh like they have a deal where they have one texture of couch that's like in stock and you can get it and it's cheaper and then you can get it right away or you can, if you don't like that one, you can custom order a different texture, and then it's more expensive, and it takes like five months. Um, so I, we were looking at the textures, and my roommate didn't like the in-stock texture. He's like, it's too scratchy. And like, I fall asleep on the couch a lot on Saturdays, so uh, I don't think it's going to work. And I was like, to explain, I was like, I don't think the problem is that the couch texture is too scratchy. It's that you're an alcoholic. You don't need to, the use case shouldn't be, is my face against the couch okay? It's, you gotta be through the clothes on the couch is really the test. Okay, that's it for me. Thanks, guys. Pete Ballmer, everyone. Hooray. Yay. Come back here for comments and stuff. Hey, Pat. Hey. So it's that, it's that one over there. Yeah. Cool. Can I take a picture? Yeah. Sure, it's and you gotta really like put your mouth right in. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, maybe. Super funny stuff, dude. Uh, Thank you. One, I, I thought you could add right at the end there, um, your face against the couch for 14 hours unconscious instead of just your face against the couch. Yeah, yeah, that's a good detail. That's a good point. Thank you. Um, yeah. And the other thing I was thinking is uh, when you so you went from the like bathroom situation to the couch situation. Yeah. The couch is also related to like male friendship, right? That so, is true. So I thought, like, when you introduced it, you, you could add something in there funny about, uh, like, since we're buying a couch, what does that mean about your relationship with your roommates, right? It's like next Ooh, level. Kind profound. Of, yeah, know, yeah, anyways. that's a good point, for sure. But good stories, dude. Like, Appreciate it. Thanks. Um, yeah, for the, I like the millennial um, joke, and I think it could be, it could be fun. <laughs> it could be funny if, like, you were like, um, she, you know, she says, she says, that's very millennial of you. And then you're just like, as if I wake up, part my hair down the center, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh wait, I'm a millennial. What am I thinking? <laughs> to the side. Yeah, like you yeah, make yeah. some point about like, you're consciously doing something just because you're. Yeah, it's like, I really hope people think I'm 25 to 38 yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to make sure I'm in the right demographic. Um, cool. I sort of fell asleep on your couch joke at the beginning. 
Okay. Like I would, it took just too long to get, I was like, you were like, we're shopping and we're looking at the setup was just a little too long. For that it. is true. That is true. Um, but you're, you were very spot on with the girl joke in the bathroom. It was, I, it, it was completely relatable and very, very funny. And that happens all the time. Like, Sweet. and yeah. you were spot on on that. Appreciate it. And it was very, very awkward when you did the thing about the boys bathroom and I liked it. It was like, you, you were just, it was <laughs> just read very awkward, which is really funny. All right, and um, yeah, and then when you said braces at the very beginning, I just wrote leg or teeth. I didn't know. It doesn't matter if they're specific, but it just made me think. When you said braces, my brain went in both directions, and so I lost the funny part of the joke. Just for my own reference, raise your hand if you thought I meant teeth when I said braces. Okay, raise your hand if you thought I meant leg. Raise your hand if you were not really paying attention. You know what I'm talking about. Perfect. All right. I think it's because I've, I've just rewatched Forrest Gump. So that's true. Maybe. It's on the mind. I mean, it's it's on just the mind. My, I'm sorry. That's just me. Oh, no, 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 no. It's good to, you know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't said this out loud before. So appreciate it. There's a lot of men in the room. Does anyone else have anything to say? Okay. Thanks, guys. Clap your hands together for Pete Balmer. Yay. Yay. Okay. Moving right along. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Phil Patrick. Knock on the door. A voice sweet and low says. All right, we got any sexual deviants in the house? Anybody into the, the old role play? So I've been trying to spice things up in the bedroom, you know? And uh, recently I tried this new role play, and, and what I like about it is it, it makes me feel different, powerful, uh, and that I'm not alone in my own bedroom. Uh, I call it the dream twosome. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so I got a lot of friends moving these days, and I've noticed a difference where women, when they move in somewhere, they upgrade. Like, for example, maybe they paint their apartment, and this is even on rentals. They'll paint their apartment, or maybe they'll uh, redo the bathroom, whereas guys, they'll kind of just throw their mattress on the ground, uh, maybe put up one sad band poster, and it kind of goes back to this quote, which is like, women marry men hoping to change them, and men marry women hoping that they'll stay the same. It really explains why there's so many male pedophiles. Uh, speaking of childhood, um, I grew up in a house full of women, and they taught me to pee sitting down. And that was kind of tough because, you know, kids, kids are all mean, and they're like, Yo, you got to go rock a piss. And then I, I didn't want to... I don't want to tell them that I was peeing sitting down, so I would always just be like, no, nah, no, nah, I got to go, I got to go poo. But what's, now I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to own it. It's way better to pee sitting down, because I don't know if you ever peed standing up. Even if your aim is 100% good, if you're wearing shorts, you can feel some droplets on your legs. It's kind of like some sizzling piss bacon right on your legs. And so now, no matter what, I, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to pee sitting down. Uh, but sometimes that does make the other guy at the urinal a little uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not sure which one of you tech fuckboys, maybe this guy over here, needs to needs to hear this, but women are not impressed by your bedside table lamp that changes colors, okay? Um, blue is not, blue lighting is not a sexy thing. Blue lighting is so that junkies in the gas station bathroom cannot find their veins. And I had to learn this the hard way. Uh, one time I had a lady over and I was like, so are you impressed with my lighting? And she looked at me and said something cute like, do you think you're the first guy in tech I've ever slept with? Uh, I responded with, it's kind of hard to respond to that. It's a zero-come game. 
so I, I said something clever like, uh, hey Siri, play Marvin Gaye. All right. Uh, so anybody, I have a significant other, and she's like, hey Phil, why don't we have any pet names? Um, and, and she's worried that general words like babe, they're, they're a little too general. And maybe, you know, maybe I called someone else, a previous lover babe. So I go, well, Sarah, you know, I can call you your name Sarah. Is that specific enough? She goes, well, you could have had a previous lover named Sarah. So now I call her something sexy and unique, like password one, exclamation mark. All right, I'm Phil Patrick. Thanks, everybody. Phil Patrick, everyone. You dumped at three. When I, when I honk the horn, it means you have a minute left. Oh, Did yeah. you have another minute of jokes uh, you wanted to do? Not prepared, no. The last time I had like six minutes worth of in four, so I tried to undercut it this time. Next time oh. it'll be just right. Okay. So do you like practice every time you know how much time you're going to do? Like, The first time f was way over practiced it, to fit into four minutes, but there was no pauses. So now I said, let's not practice and see what happens. And then it just came out as three. Yeah. Gotcha. And this was like the tech set. I was, I got to be honest, I laughed really hard at the last one last week. And then the, oh, I don't know how we ended up talking about felching, but it was the boba stuff. But I remember all of yeah, that. Yeah, cut that one but out. But this, I, you just didn't get me this week because I'm like tech. I just didn't get it. But that's, that's just because my experience is like, I don't know. I was thinking like Dungeons and Dragons and a lava lamp. But that's because I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. I didn't connect. So I don't have any like comments, but other people might. Is that true about the blue light in gas stations? That that that's what it's used for? Yeah, it is. Why would they want why would they not want you to find a vein? That's so disrespectful of them. <laughs> I have a I have a real comment on that though. Right after that you said uh I learned that the hard way about blue lights and finding a vein and you went off about something else, not finding a vein, but if you spun that into I finding do. a vein I, I do I uh, thought you were talking about finding a vein. So, so blue lighting doesn't work, but then I can say like, oh, red light, that helps you find the main vein. Your cock? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Good <laughs> feedback. Other comments? Hey, how's it going, Phil? I'm uh, great. How are you? Hi, Corey. Um, I thought the uh, where you less of a mouthful. Does okay. that make sense? Like, it's just. Too many syllables, you know, it doesn't punch. Yeah, I was just trying to think of, like, what is the most common password name that people would ever use that people would still get. That was the, the issue, but right, I'll, think right. Of, I'll think about it. Okay, I'll, I'll try and think of one, too. And, uh, yeah, I would just say, you know, um, shorten up shorten up some, some of your setups. Uh, yep. I've, I already forgot what I was going to tell you exactly to shorten up, but... Just in general, you know, uh, there's a few uh, sentences that you could cut out that uh, okay. aren't necessary. Thank you. Omit unnecessary words. <laughs> um, respectfully disagreeing on the pat. I like the password punchline. So I don't know if you want to do a show of hands or anything, but just, <laughs> just I just want to let you know that somebody liked it. Um, and the uh, this. Zero cum game. I thought that was a that was a good line. That was clever. Um, 
the the Marvin Gaye, I I didn't quite follow exactly what the move was there. Yeah, I was trying to just come up with like because so that story did happen. Uh, I was trying to think of like what is the most stereotypical tech thing you could do after that. After realizing like there's no good answer to someone asking like, do you think you're the first guy in tech I've slept with? Right? So just get Siri to do something is the yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I get it with the explanation. I think in the moment, I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I didn't quite follow. Needs so. work. Yeah, yeah. Well, it gives you an opportunity to choose a song or an artist that can specifically forward your joke. Like, right. so, because, I mean, the only thing my brain tags to when you say gay is it's like, are you proving you're not gay because it's Marvin Gaye and he's so damn sexy? Or is it... That's just where I, I mean, I didn't necessarily know where you were going. I'll so just say, I'll pl- play Siri, play sexual healing or whatever. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I just want to say I like, I like the, the piss joke sitting down. It just, that, that was, I, I thought that was really good. I like the, the shorts tag on that. So you did something right. All right. Thank you. Keep it up. No, he's doing things right. I'm sorry. Did we, are we coming down on him today? Are you okay? Never coming back. <laughs> Uh, clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion, everybody, for Phil Patrick. <laughs> Yay. Uh, all right. Yeah, your next comedian, he's he's back. Uh, he's, uh, it, he's We haven't seen him around as much as we used to. Put your hands together, everybody, for Billy Sullivan. Yay. Yo, you're right. Not been around that much. Can't you guys just, as other comics who are comedian, like, you know, Competitive, just be happy that I'm sabotaging my dreams so I don't get in the way. Like, fuck. Or where the fuck have you been? I've been doing hard drugs in my room. Be happy about it. I'm failing. Like, good for you. God damn. And then I find out you can't shoot up in gas station bathrooms. (laughs) Fuck that shit. As a drug addict, I not only take that as discrimination, but as a challenge, you punk bitches. I'm gonna go to the nearest Chevron and give it a shot. You know what I mean? Ooh, there we go. There we go. Been out for a while. Uh, me and my girlfriend just broke up. Yeah, right, right. It's it's. Uh, aren't you guys stoked to hear about all that? Yeah, no, it's um. But really, I just can't wait to bang prostitute to no 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 it's good times yeah right exactly somebody's on the same page fuck it's good times i'm a i mean i am a sex worker's wet dreams wet dream guys only one only one dream and i know what you're thinking like there's no way that like this punk bitch lays pipe like that i know i know what you're thinking but it's, I, you're right, I don't. I lay thin copper wire. Thin, thin, sleek copper wire. And then I last for like two minutes. So it's like you get paid for 30 minutes. It's like when your boss calls you in for work and you go in, he's like, you know what, turns out we don't need your ass. You can go home, full day's pay. That's what it's like every time I walk into a whorehouse. Every time. And it's like I walk in with the confidence knowing that they're going to be so fucking happy about it. And they're like, what? what is this guy even, what is this guy even, you know, what is he having on his mind? And the answer is Xanax. I'm fucked up on Xanax. And that's why I walked into this whorehouse. We're getting back to the hard drugs, guys. Um, yeah, my, uh, my housemate got COVID three weeks ago. 
So it's okay. I'm 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 all good. I've been tested um, negative. And there's something about like that kind of stress that just makes me so quickly addicted to drugs. Bam. I love it. And I got a I got a doctor who you know prescribes me years of Xanax, and it's so funny doing criminal activity with somebody with an MD because they're so fucking bad at it. They're, I'm like, I walk in there. Yeah, I'm the 30 wasn't enough last time. I'm gonna need uh, more than that. And he's like, he's like, oh, it's it's getting stressful, huh? It's getting stressful. Like, oh my god, dude, just shut the fuck up and give me the drugs. And he's like, he goes, he goes, all right, yeah, f- 45. And he like, like writes a new prescription. He's like, uh, you know what? That doesn't really make sense. We don't really expect our patients to you know, break their pills in half. So I'm going to just give you 60 and you come back in 40 days instead of 30 days. And I don't know, like, look at my crazy ass. I, you shouldn't be giving me 60 Xanax. And I'm talking to you guys about a big script of Xanax that's worth like almost $1,000. That's dangerous as shit. I'm only telling you it because I'm on the Xanax. <sighs> I don't know. We'll move on. We'll move on, guys. I, um, it sucks. Yeah, the virus is back. So um, we got to get back to Zoom again, and that fucks me up because I still got PTSD from chat roulette. <laughs> uh, so bad, dude. That was so traumatic when those kids would laugh at my cock. I just, <laughs> dude, I just wanted to, you know, that was me. That was me on there. Oh, hey, opa. Picture sucked anyway. Wee. No, that's a cool picture. I'm just being a prick. I, um, well, before I get off stage, I just like to, uh, I was an altar server, and of course, everyone's like, huh, what happened, dude, huh? It's like, no, dude, I was a shit-eating kid. I was a violent kid, so I was like, when it was all coming out, I was, I was, I was in, like, fifth grade. So I was like, I fucking hope this motherfucker tries. I can't wait to try to kick Father Parenti in the nuts, that piece of shit. Any excuse, I will fuck this priest up. I know he's got a dick under that robe. You fat creeper bitch. All right, guys, that's all the time I got. Thank you so much. Billy Sullivan. Roast me. Come on back if you have some comments. Yeah, that was that was an unreal take on w- when you step away from the comedy game for a minute. Yeah. And <laughs> fuckers start asking you where you've been. Yeah. That's I like that you brought that up. That should that should that's just that's just good. Uh and you know. I love the drug and prostitute stuff. I can tell it's real. <laughs> I can tell it's all very real, and that that Man, adds skippy, uh, a layer of awesomeness to it. Uh, people people are out here making jokes about it, but you're actually living the life, and it's and it's coming through. And I uh, oh, also you uh, you suck at comedy, and you should probably quit. Yeah, this, yeah you're damn right. Just obligatory toxic masculinity. You got an insult if you yeah. got a compliment too. So. Of course, of course. That's what that's about. It's your authenticity. Thanks, guys. Um, your riffing at the beginning was really great, and the give it a shot punchline at the end was very, very funny. And um, I loved hearing about your failure. It made me feel better about myself. See? Um, and also, you were playing to your audience. You got a lot of laughs from comics, so that's like, you know, you read your room and did that right. And at the end, I think that with the drugs in the script, I think there's a math joke in there somewhere about, like, prison sentences and math and like I think there's a math joke somewhere like it could be funny if you just start spouting numbers around like divided by blah 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 equals however many days in prison or something I don't know 
I think I gotta be. Or in rehab, however many days in rehab or something like that. Yeah, okay, I think there's right. a joke about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the good set. I mean, they mentioned the beginning riffing was good. Chat roulette joke got me. Um, the Xanax was. I just didn't really know where it was going. Kind of. Yeah, I usually got somewhere to go with it. It didn't. It didn't get. There. It was the Xanax that's, today. <laughs> yeah, it was the Xanax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's actually what I. I will lose track of the shit that I'm saying, and I like the fact that I've mentioned that I'm hopelessly addicted to the drug, so I'm on it right now, <laughs> and I will just, you know, that's the excuse I got. The entertainment business, baby, drugs. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Come on, thank you, will do. I am, right now. Um, I, I wanted you to compare, like, a normal Xanax dealer and interaction with them versus your doctor. It's like, God, yeah. I wish my drug dealers were always like this, you know, like yeah. giving me free Xanax all the time. And then, oh yeah, with the hookers part, you were like, <laughs> you were like, I can now finally, now that I broke up with my girlfriend, I can now finally bang hookers. And then you, I, I think a funny tag would be like, now I can finally bang hookers without feeling guilty. Like just hint there at the is, fact yeah. that, that you were doing it anyway. Uh, but it's like, yeah. oh, now it's like, and now I'm not cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good man, I like that. Or now I can bang a hooker that's not my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, there we go. I'll, both of those, I'm with that, absolutely. All right, slap your hands together, everybody, for Billy Sullivan, yay! Thank you for the advice, by the way, too. That's how the joke workshop works. All right, your next comedian, another funny guy. Pay attention, take notes. It's Pat Miller! Let's see. I got a manifesto for you. Right. So they say uh, kids are like having a hard time uh, bonding, making friendships these days. Uh, what they don't tell you is that in the olden days, kids bonded too much, and they had to put a stop to it. Right. Like, like, have you guys heard of? Have you, have you heard of Blood Brothers? Familiar with that? Like, friend, friend one, friend two. They both slice open their fingers, get a fount of blood, and they mush them together. And then, like, I can only assume they, like, say a witch's chant, summon a demon. Like, you know, I don't know what these psycho kids were doing in the 50s. Um, but that was a thing, right? Flash forward to the 90s. I'm in third grade. I'm trying to do some bonding, make some friends. Simultaneously, uh, everyone is freaked out about AIDS, right? And <laughs> so the adults are like, uh, let's see, what did I write here? The adults are, the adults are like, do not do Blood Brothers, okay? Like, that. don't do that thing because of the AIDS thing. I trusted him. I trusted him. I didn't do it. In retrospect, turns out, not a single one of my eight-year-old friends had AIDS. What a ripoff, man. Like, how much bonding did I miss? Bodily fluid bonding did I miss out for this? For nothing, you know? I don't know. Like, you know, we, 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 we tried to bond in other ways. Video games internet, hula hoops, and just like didn't do the trick, didn't do the trick. Uh, and now, now we've got this new modern problem of like masculine relationships failing. Uh, so thanks AIDS, I guess, is the point of my story. Um, I finally figured out the, the type, how to describe the type of music that I like. Um, I, I had trouble with the terms as a kid, you know, like alternative rock or post-hardcore Techno sausage surprise or it's whatever I don't know, um, but I finally figured it out. I figured it out. I like music that comes from a band, 
Uh, if you're in a band, that's cool. And it's not it's not because I don't appreciate solo artists. Um, it's because I love teamwork and sportsmanship. Um, and I know how hard relationships can be, you know? Like, I, so, so I want to know, when I'm listening to music, I want to know that when this was being recorded, somebody really wanted to punch their friend. Uh, but they didn't, you know, they pushed through, and, and now I get to listen to and enjoy Hanson's Mbop. Um, that's, that's my music taste in a nutshell. Uh, I, I, was, I was learning recently that um, the world map distorts things. Have you guys heard about this? Like, things are misshapen, so like Africa's a lot smaller than it should look, right? And Antarctica, Greenland are huge. Um, I can only think of one possible explanation of why Africa would be looking way smaller than it really is. Maps are racist, right? And, you know, two-dimensional representations of globes, double racist. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think I, I've been thinking about it, and, and I, blame, I blame Antarctica, um, which I don't think people really live there. So maybe it's the penguins, in which case I did not suspect racist penguins, but that's where we are in 2021, racist penguins. I'm going to start a march. Uh, lastly, I have, I'm not going to be able to finish this, but I have um, come to a gentleman's agreement with my computer. It knows all the things. I know nothing, and we hang out. Um, so in case I forget anything, it tells me, you know, um, social security number, address, it's got it all under cover. And I don't have time to finish that. So that's my time. Pat Miller, thank you. Appreciate any feedback. Pat Miller, everyone. On the Blood Brothers stuff. So your first punchline came at 46 seconds in. And it was summoning a demon. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. And then I kind of wanted... some callback with it or I was like you started I wanted I wanted you to go farther into the summoning a demon because it took you so long to get there that I was like is he going to do something with it yeah um and then and then you got to AIDS which is very scary and wonderful and then um that was a minute in and uh and then you you called back to the blubber but I was still like I was like ah I just wasn't getting enough like actual punches and then um after you couldn't do blood brother stuff anymore I thought an extra punchline would be something like all we can do is spit in each other's mouths but then I got chicken pox so instead of AIDS so then I had and I missed all this school or something yeah yeah and then um I know it's you're sort of stealing from um South Park but whatevs uh, or I just stole from South Park because that was that whole episode of like spit in each other's mouths, kids, so you won't get the jail. Y'all get to chicken pox together. And then I wanted you to have a some. I thought after you did that Hanson thing, I thought you could call back to say like to summon a demon. I just thought that would be cute. Yeah. Just because it's music and it's like the it it subverts the idea of when you're summoning a demon. But Hanson and then I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. But um, good stuff. Um, other, yeah. Everyone's in line. Okay, go ahead. Yay. Yeah. I, uh, I really liked the, the opening with the AIDS and the Blood Brother stuff. I thought that was really clever. Um, I think your, your map Africa joke, I think that was kind of like actually in reverse. Okay. You know, I think like actually Africa being way smaller than it should be is kind of the punchline. And then like you set it up like, yo, I think maps are racist. And then yeah. I was just like, why? Why is that? You're like, well, Africa is way, str- way smaller than it should be, you know, something yeah. like that. I feel like you might want to just like flip, flip those two things, two things around. Good idea to think about. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
for the Blood Brothers thing, I was thinking another way you could intro that as a common theme is you could kind of go with like brothers from other mothers, Eskimo brothers, and then Blood Brothers. Kind of like this common brothers theme and how, how we bond with that. Yeah. And then I did kind of like the idea you were getting into on the penguins and like the marching. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, like there's like the class stuff where you got like emperor penguins. I'm not really sure yet, but I think there's definitely something there. Totally. Thank you. We erased his penguins. They're black and white. That's, that's oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just be like, you, you could be like, yeah, maybe the penguins are racist. Like, well, they can't be racist. They're biracial. They're black uh, and white. Yeah. So how could they be racist? Yeah. But yeah. Immune. Uh, that was an assist from Pam. Yeah. No, that was that was <laughs> parallel thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to say I I disagree about the Antarctica uh, part. I think, you know, it, it was kind of a leap of logic. I didn't really get why anybody would blame antarctica for the maps but i okay. think it might work if you blame greenland because okay. you know greenland is like gigantic on those maps right. and yeah. it's and it's very small and then you could say like and turns out it's not even green you know or okay. something like that sure um but that's just an idea totally thank you yeah good comments guys thank you hey uh so Pretty much what Pam said about the spitting in people's mouths bit for yeah. ending it. But okay. I was like thinking if you went like, you know, like a step further, like we didn't know what to do. So we fucked each other. Yeah. But you guys are eight year olds. I don't know. Yeah. And or, then we got AIDS from doing that. Right? Yeah. Or right. Like or you all like, <laughs> I don't know, fuck, uh, fucked a bat. I think South Park did that too. But if there's people. some other. <laughs> well, the end of the end of thing. it, the. But, yeah. At the end of it, all the 11 year olds have to have sex to get out of the fucking thing with the spider. Like, I don't understand why that, I mean, he was doing a lot of cocaine, right? Yeah. But that, that's, the only, that's the only time I can think of where there's a cultural reference to children fucking each other that nobody really had a problem with. And I, I right. wonder why. But uh, right. so if you read it, everybody, at the end, it's like you, and you get to the end of the story, you're like, so this is what really had to happen. Like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. It, it's awesome. Crazy stuff. Thank you guys. Other appreciate it. Uh, everybody, clap your hands together for Pat. Yay! All right. Uh, your next comedian. Uh, he just rolled on in. Keep keep everybody being awesome and, and uh, paying attention and stuff like that. Uh, your next comedian. It's Kelly Evans. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, all six of you. Fantastic. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I love my family. They're from Texas. Um, and, uh, my, my uncle and I have somewhat different views, but like we actually align in some areas too. So you like, we'll be like agreeing in a conversation and it'll just take a wild left turn and it just shifts everything. Like he'll be like, he's like, you can't trust the mainstream media, you know, because it's all just clickbaity journalism. Now I'm like, fuck yeah, man, you're right. He's like, the government's just owned by corporations, man. They don't care about any of us. I'm like, yeah, man, fucking keep it going. And he's like, Nancy Pelosi drinks baby blood to stay young. I'm like, what? What was that? The last part? That was, he's like, yeah, man, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, they all worship Satan and they make a deal with Satan that if they drink the baby blood, he will keep them young. I'm like, have you seen Joe Biden recently? He is so old. I feel like if I made a deal with the devil, I'd maybe ask for a few more years back, you know? As opposed to tripping down a flight of stairs every now and then, you know? It's just, anyway. So now I'm not even arguing with him because um, you can't, you know? His resources are Alex Jones. It's like, it's not, 
So I'm just like seeing how much further I can go with it. You know, how crazy can I make this conversation? You know, I'm like, did you hear um, on Democrats or KomodoDragons.org that uh, evidently Joe Biden is a transformer? He's a trans. Yeah, he's a Volkswagen Nazi connection. Yeah, totally. Chuck working with Chuck Schumer and the mole people and Vin Diesel called nine uh, caused nine eleven. He caused nine eleven. Anyway, he's boycotting F nine right now. Uh, fucking idiot. Um, it's my family. Um, I I, uh, I use Yelp a lot. I don't know if anybody else uses Yelp. Right? Make some noise. Okay, don't make noise for Yelp. I guess. Um, but I use it. It's like my phone book. It's how I like review, like how I'm going to find where I'm going to eat. And, uh, the thing I see fast, I've seen Taco Bell on Yelp and there are reviews for Taco Bell. I'm like, who are these psychopaths who are leaving reviews for Taco Bell as if that's why I'm going to Taco Bell. I'm like, thank God for that review. I would have never found it. You know, like fucking besides all the reviews are horrible. They're all one and a half stars and you think that's gonna stop anybody from going to taco bell fuck no taco bell is like michael jackson all right we know it's done horrible things but thriller fucking kills man it's it's so good listen all right taco bell is garbage food but i am a dumpster put it in me you know just put it in me uh and then <laughs> The thing is, like, you go to Taco Bell and, like, you just go in there. Just this is what you're supposed to do. Just keep your eyes down. Don't make any eye contact with anybody. Shuffle your way to the front of the line and then get, you know, fucking humiliated by the person at the counter because they think you're a horrible person. Thank you. It's like you see these psychopaths who walk in there, like, smiling and happy to be there. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That person has someone in their trunk right now. All right, I fucked that last one up a little bit. Um, all right, I got one more thing, and uh, how much time do I have? Oh, here's a thought. Um, you know, I feel like we, we live in a society now where, like, it is okay uh, for you to have me mental health problems, and you can tell people you have mental health problems, and you get a lot of support. Unless it's schizophrenia or multiple personality disorder, in which case, not so much support. You know, like, you could take the nicest kindergarten teacher who's like, butterflies for everyone. We should hug and love each other. You know, we belong together. And then you'd be like, oh, thank God you said that because I have multiple personality disorder. And, man, people have been rough. She's like, get the fuck away from me. You are. Do you know where I live? No? Good. All right. That's... Okay, that, that ended on a sour note. Let's have a good night, though, huh? Kelly Evans, everyone. Oh, you have comments. You get to stay up there. Oh, my goodness. Lucky you. Um, no, that was lovely. Your, your, your act out at the beginning, that was a great voice of the, that guy, the uncle Oh, guy. my uncle? Yeah. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. super legit. And I like, I mean, I like act outs and the accent's good. And you flip, you have great energy up there, obviously. And Thank the setup, what a great setup to, to say, how crazy can I make this conversation? Because yeah. it gives you the opportunity to go anywhere. Oh, yeah. I got some other stuff I'm toying with. Well, do you, do you change it every time? Because I was like, I mean, yeah. it's just what an up, fun opportunity it, to just like let your brain just get, go totally limp and just whatever comes in there and flies out. Like, But you had some really funny, funny like weird things. I didn't Thank know what you. T9 was. I was like, is that, that cell phone stuff? Well, wait, T9? What? Maybe I misspoke. What? Oh, F9. 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 Uh, Fast I and the Furious. Oh. Fast and the Furious. I just didn't say Fast and Furious. And that's what I meant to say, but I just, it was kind of like. I was, I was like, but it was, 
and that the my Taco vi- Bell my... thing was also very funny and very ah, relatable. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah your energy is just so great. I feel like you can say anything. My Vyvanse is running out, so I kind of started stumbling a bit. You know, the ADD medication. Don't, you're too old. Um, anyway, sorry, somebody else. I thought the, the mental health, your last joke, there's something really funny there. And maybe it's like comparing it to physical illnesses or something. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I really like the premise where it's like this one condition we sympathize for, right? And then the other yeah. thing is just like, oh, stay away from me. Um, I like that. And then cool, thank you. The Joe Biden joke, I feel like that's so close, but yeah. you almost rolled over the laugh in yeah. terms of like you kept going and didn't give it enough space. But there is something funny about like that guy needs to be drinking way more baby smoothies or whatever to get <laughs> to, to be able to like stay younger because he's right on the yeah. edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just have like a like a tag for the Taco Bell um one. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so you you were trying to like bridge the ideas with the Michael Jackson and the Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Just because you said you said um you're like yeah we know Michael Jackson's fucked up but I love Thriller so much. I yeah. Just to bridge up another be like yeah Michael Jackson's fucked up but I love Thriller almost as much as I love a uh, you know Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And then you can maybe even if you wanted to you could be like I, I don't even care if I found out Taco Bell as an industry was fucking kids I would yeah. st- if they put kids in the meat I would still eat it you know. Yeah yeah well actually I think that's a great point like, yeah. there, or even like. Uh, uh, what do you call it when you make like a non inanimate object have like animate qualities? Yeah. Anthropomorphizing, anthropomorphizing, like a, yeah. like a, I don't care if a Baja Gradita fucked a kid, yeah, I will yeah, yeah. eat I'm that, shit, that shit. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, I keep looking at you. <laughs> You're just looking at me very judgmentally right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> Billy, super funny stuff, super good, Thank man. You. Um, my favorite line was the Taco Bell, I'm a dumpster, but there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, one thing that I, that I, it took me a second to get was uh-huh. when you're talking about the F9 and you had just mentioned Vin Diesel and then you go back to, I think it was your uncle, and you said he, you used the pronoun he. Oh, yeah, 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 I thought you were talking about Vin Diesel for a second. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, yeah appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. Anybody else? Sweet. Thank Put you your very hands much. Together, buddy. Kelly Evans, yay! <laughs> Hooray. All right. Uh, we have two more comedians that are going to get comments, and then we just have four minutes apiece. Put your hands together for your next comic, everybody. It's Daniel Lewis. Yay! Hey, guys. Thank you very much. All right, all right. So I did it. Switched to non-alcoholic beer recently. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see the difference, though. Uh, I still want to have sex with ugly people. It's not that different. You guys ever drink Tang? Anybody here? Tang, right? How about Kool-Aid? You drank Kool-Aid, right? More people have heard of Kool-Aid. This is amazing. How does Kool-Aid beat Tang? It's incredible to me. The phrase, drink the Kool-Aid, comes from Jim Jones getting 900 followers to drink poison lace Kool-Aid. And yet, still Kool-Aid beats Tang. That's the power of publicity right there. We're forever associating it with, with the death of 900 people. I don't know. <laughs> people barely even heard of Tang. Tang is endorsed by NASA astronauts, the smartest, sanest, fittest people on Earth. But everybody remembers Tang instead. Nothing gets the name out there like a mass suicide, you know? 
The fucked up thing is they didn't even actually kill themselves with Kool-Aid. It was actually another product called Flavor-Aid. But Kool-Aid, like, jumped right on it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, and that phrase, drank the Kool-Aid, means you became a suicidal lunatic. Oh, fuck. What was that next line? <laughs> means you become a suicidal lunatic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> drank the Kool-Aid. Do you think the Kool-Aid marketing team, like, fought that at all, you know? I don't think they did. I could see them getting together and being like, this is good. I mean, it's bad, but gentlemen, this is good. All right. Fuck, I got to get that one together. Ah. How do mermaids become sex symbols? That's a weird, that's a weird fetish. Half of it's a fish. What are you going to do with that? At least it's the bottom half, though, you know? If the top half was fish, that would be very disturbing, even more disturbing. Talk about disturbing sex. You have to hold her head underwater while you're doing it. That sounds aggressive, but that's the right thing to do. You might get one. You might get one of these. Uh, you might get one of these real kinky fish that likes to have her head out of the water for a little bit. You know. Uh, speaking of perverts, you guys know this Matt Gates scandal. This guy Matt Gates slept with a 17-year-old. Like that's a fucked-up fetish right there. It's really the weirdest one when you think about it, because he's like, yeah, I like it to be almost exactly like an 18-year-old, only a crime. That's what I like. How do you respect a guy like that? It's like, dude, just, just wait until she's 18. Even if you're a pedophile, you can't respect a guy like that. It's like, dude, are you in or are you out? You with us or not? It's like, you took the cookies out of the oven five minutes before they were done. Who does that? There's either people who wait until... The cookies are done, or they eat the dough, you know? Thank you. I got that imposter syndrome. I don't know if you guys heard of that. All week long, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, I don't feel right. I feel like, you know what? Maybe I should have a job. Mm. Yeah, they're saying that we're going to have to, because uh, of global warming, we're going to have to, you know, maybe leave and go to Mars because we're fucking up the environment so much. Do you know what? Where is the environment worse, though, than Mars? <laughs> it's negative 100 degrees, and everything is one color. Like, how are we going to explain to our kids why we're there? Why do we have to leave Earth? Oh, let me tell you. We had to leave and come here because it was five degrees warmer there. It was a real shithole. And you know, we'll just fuck up Mars, too. We'll just dig whatever they have underground and burn it. Pretty soon the place will be negative 95. We'll have to get the fuck out of there, you know? All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate it. Dan Lewis, everyone. Hooray. May I? So, is this is on? No. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, you know, the mermaid, the sex symbol, uh-huh. it's the top half. How is that the sexy side? It's the talking half. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. That's good. That's very okay. Anti cliche of women. Um, say, <laughs> oh yeah, we will love it when they talk. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, first of all, that last premise, the Mars environment, fucking, that's so good. Oh, I just, thanks. I mean, I think you could probably do a lot with that too. Yeah. You know about billionaires and like why don't they just build a compound on Earth or whatever. Right. Anyway, um, I think with the uh, Jonestown versus the because you waited a while to bring up Tang and the moon and the astronauts. 
I think you could like directly compare those, you know, and there's a lot of stuff you could like, you know, bring up because you could, I mean, yeah, there's you a got lot the maniac of de- and the astronauts. Yeah. There's a lot right. of details about fucking cult ish people directly compared against astronauts that don't really like, you know, I mean, you can find it. I mean, I don't know what specifically, yeah. but you can look. Uh, yeah, I just getting that's random thoughts getting together on that one here. Also, the uh, the Kool Aid Man. You should throw the, the guy who busts. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Kill yourselves! Kill yourselves. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh no! <laughs> I thought of that, but I couldn't figure out how to get that guy in there. Uh, with the pedophile, you could bring him in with a, the pedo, the really successful pedophile joke. Oh, okay, yeah. You could bring the Kool Aid Man back. Oh yeah, you could do a callback for sure. Yeah. But um, uh, oh, keep oh, going, yeah, Kelly. Yeah, sorry. Last sorry. I was gonna say is that. Uh, it's actually the bottom half is better for sex because isn't that worth a? I was gonna to, say yeah, I, I forgot a line there. More, more importantly, you, I think you got to make a better way to uh, uh, shorten head out of the water because the choking connection. You got to. Yeah, maybe people aren't getting that connection. I, maybe. Well, I think people, smart people, will get it, but you know, they will go over some people's heads. Uh, I'm only interested in the smart people. That's all. I forget it. These are these are. Gross. Yeah, just with the uh, with with the Kool Aid Man part, yeah. which I thought was great. I think it could be funny if like when you're talking about the marketing team, they were just like, you think they they threw out the idea of a commercial where it's like Jonestown, and they're like, whoa, what liquid? Like, what do we use to drink all this poison? And then the Kool Aid guy comes, <laughs> comes in. Ah. He's like, oh yeah, that that would oh, be a good yeah. uh, addition. <laughs> oh, oh, Tang kicking a glass, dude. Um, yeah, I was thinking the 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 fish out of water there. There's an opportunity there to try and do an impersonation of like a suffocating fish having okay. sex. You know, I don't. What have you thought about that? But I, I <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. Okay, I'd like to see I you try. Start. Someday I'd like to see you try it. <laughs> it was going to be about how she never blinks, you know, and like you yeah. just, you get, yeah, it's better for eye contact. <laughs> yeah, like well, you can, you've seen a fish trying to breathe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyways. Uh, the cookie, I, I like the cookie metaphor. I, yeah. I think there's opportunity there for describing what that cookie is like, like the mushy, partially <laughs> crunchy. How does that feel? You know, what does it taste yeah. like? And some metaphor, you know, you could take that further. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's Anyways, funny. Good stuff. You're, I think you're, that pedophile joke that worked really well for one of the first times I've seen you. Like yeah. really, like it was, it's you smoothed it out, and it yeah. it definitely works. So I enjoyed yeah. it very much tonight. Yeah, maybe now, now that he's no longer in the news. Or the uh, the Kool Aid Man, may, like as an opportunity to act it out. Maybe he bursts through the wall, but they've already all killed themselves. So he he's like late to the party. So he's like, oh yeah, or and like oh no, and then backs away. You know, like, he's like just slowly tips toes back through the wall. It's broken. I don't know something like that. <laughs> That's a good suggestion. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Daniel Lewis. Yay! All right, your next comedian. He's the hero of Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Yay! You guys know I like to be topical, and this week, man, I got some hot goss, guys. Yeah. I mean, this couple that we all know is breaking up, and it's fucking messy, guys. America and Afghanistan... Holy shit, man. They are tumultuous. I knew they were never going to work, man. They met at Burning Man, for Christ's sakes. Those things never last. They were just from different worlds, everybody. I mean, America plays it all Christian, but they're kinky, right, underneath. 
But Afghanistan, there's just, I mean, they've got like a seventh century sexuality, man. They're not, they're not ready for what we're bringing. So now fucking America's running for its life and Afghanistan is throwing all their shit out at the curb. So she's available. <laughs> if any other empires want to go in there and die. Anyway, I couldn't be prouder of America, right? Leaving that mess over there and running back here where it's safe. I know you're Canadian, right? But the rest of you guys should be cheering for this. We're out of Afghanistan, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't do it. I had so little to do with it. Although I'm starting to think like all this money turning up missing, you know, like what's with the military? Like did they lose their incentive to work or something? All these handouts they've been getting? Lost their incentive to work hard? Nobody? That's a direct economic take on the failure of our military in Afghanistan. World's biggest Burning Man camp. It gets Burning Man so played out, nobody even remembers it. Let me press a button. Sometimes you gotta live with the silence. Anyway, how about the vaccine, guys? Yeah, thank God. Anyway, I'm rooting for the Delta variant, as you know. I'm hoping it wipes out some of the Delta males we got around here. Clean slate, this place. Just think what a paradise San Francisco would be without all these fucking drips around here. Whoops. Ah! <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry, I dropped something. Oh, thank God. I was trying to go up here and not say anything I hadn't said already, like start fresh because like the Olympics are over. And all I got was that America and Afghanistan are breaking up. Which, as you know, is hard to do. Anyway, we spent a lot of money with that lady. But she was crazy. We had to get out of there. All right, that's it, I guess. Now that was a minute. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Matthew Quirk. All new stuff. I appreciated that. I knew I all hadn't heard any of any of that before. You can say things if you want. I don't okay. have to go first. Uh, yeah, just a couple things. One, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if the Burning Man reference connected enough. Um yeah, you could try. I mean, anything. I, I I just wrote down it as like a first guess. Like men at that party, the twins had the twins had it was a it was on fire. Anyway, that's stupid. But you know, something along those lines to where it's like more directly you referencing nine eleven. Um, and then uh, the other thing I was to say, uh, just an idea for maybe like a tag for um, uh, she's throwing a shit on the curb, like shirts, DVDs, women's right to vote. You know, yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I would just really play into the relationship aspect. It's like they're so toxic for each other, but then as soon as they break up, look what happens. The Taliban takes over. You know, it's like just I, I think there's a lot more you can do with. The I did. I want to. I did want to mention their codependency, but I forgot. Uh, yeah. Codependency. Why am I <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that um, Burning Man and Afghanistan rhyme. Um, and the whole um, seventh century sex thing. I feel like there's some funny tags in there. Like they're still having sex, like something seventh century, and we're eating ass or whatever. Yeah. Like that kind of, like how they're still doing it for procreation. Right. Exactly. Like that kind of stuff. And we're like having abortions for fun because we're yeah. bored during COVID. We're, we're doing you know, blow bangs. like during the yeah. So Taliban's kind of like the guy she tells you not to worry about. And then actually the ass thing made me think of like there. I mean, there's that stuff where they like say that they fuck ass like donkeys where like they, they got caught on drone footage fucking a donkey, some guy. But like here we eat ass. I don't know. Some just another idea. They fuck ass for real. Any other comments for Matthew Quirk? Okay. Clap your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Yay. All right. Well, thanks for being nice and paying attention to each other during the comment section. That's over now. Now you can just pay attention and not like, not that hard, but don't leave. But stay, or maybe leave. It's fine. I know you. Oh, no, no, that's right. You have to do your job. You have your Zoom call. I remember. All right, put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Sam Carroll. Was that guy have a Zoom call? He is for work. He has the Zoom call. They're still doing Zoom calls? Oh, I don't know. You ever see, you ever see uh, littered Plan B on the street? Like, just Plan B? Like there's the package, the empty packaging of Plan B on the street. And just think, thank God that person that killed their child killed their kid you know Cause if you're if you're eating plan b on the move you know you're walking you're walking about the sidewalks and you're you're eating the plan b and your legs are moving and then you throw the plan b on the sidewalk you are not equipped to be rearing children you are you should be aborting in the most efficient way possible I mean, I understand the packaging. It's a lot of packaging for the tiny little pill that you get inside. It's, it's entirely too much packaging. Have you seen Plan B? You know what the packaging looks like? It's, 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 it's supposed to take up a lot of shelf space so that it catches your eye. So they use all this unnecessary packaging and the nice purple and green colors to attract the eye. But it's just it's one tiny baby-killing pill that's on the inside. It's too much packaging. I, mean, I understand the carbon offset of killing the kid, Versus the packaging, it makes sense. It's technically eco-friendly. They could fill up a stadium full of packaging peanuts and it would still be eco-friendly so long as they're preventing another human life from walking this earth. I don't know. I think it's funny when I, I see Plan B litter. That's funny to me. Just fucking, how out of control is your life that you're littering a Plan B carcass? <laughs> I just don't, it doesn't, it's such a silly concept. I mean, just throw it in the trash like you threw your baby. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't think I don't think it's the right time to be bringing children in this world. If uh, war or famine or virus, fire don't take them out, then a robot is going to be there so that they can never actually have a real job. They'll be collecting unemployment. Andrew Yang will be the president. Robots will be ruling the world. There'll be no jobs. And I should know about robot taking jobs. I used to be a masseuse. Yeah, 
I used to be a masseuse. Then COVID comes around, everybody buys electric back massagers. I'm not mad a robot took my job. I'm mad he fucked my wife. My wife had a body like an hourglass, big feet and a giant fucking head. Oh, I have this thing that says pie pie. I don't know what that means. I just, I've been microdosing crack. I'm sure you've all heard that. Everyone here has heard that. It's great. Been doing autoerotic anaphylaxis. Been buying Brazilian wax candles. Got arrested by a crooked cop. He had scoliosis. Sometimes I leave my baby in the car and I tape a sign to the window that says nothing valuable inside. I understand I should have weighed in on that next joke. Am I going to hear it? Are we doing joke workshops still? We're just going on. We're running out of time. We got more comics after me? Yeah, plenty. Is that why we're cutting the jo the time that you, you get a comment time? There's eight people left? Oh, there's eight people that are in the com I'm not even telling jokes anymore. I'll get off. Bye-bye. <laughs> Only the first eight comics get comments, and then it's just four minutes. But you dumped out at three. But that's okay. Thanks, Sam. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dylan Yun. It's crazy this mask mandate's back. When they lifted the original one, it was the first time I saw my coworker's nasty ass mustache. Other than that, I thought she was attractive. But, uh, on my way over here, I passed a billboard for that new Shang-Chi movie. You guys heard of that? Yeah, it's the first Marvel movie with an Asian superhero. I'm like, I think that's cool to see the representation because the closest thing we had to an Asian superhero was that bonsai tree Groot. He knew, <laughs> he knew three words in English, that was it, you know? But uh, you know, Shang-Chi, his power is super kung fu. I imagine he had some radioactive rice. <laughs> it was from Japan, but still, I mean, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, Shang-Chi's got super kung fu, and to me, that's like if DC came out with a superhero named Demarcus, and his power was like super basketball. <laughs> like, yo, I <laughs> You know, we already got two Space Jams. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, Shang-Chi. I watched the trailer for this movie, and apparently the uh, main antagonist is Shang-Chi's dad. I imagine Shang-Chi dropped out of med school. His dad's pretty disappointed in him, and now they got to throw down, you know? Thought rolls in my house. But uh, yeah, you know, his dad's like, what, you couldn't become Doctor Strange? What the hell is wrong with you, you know? Anyway, they say laughter is the best medicine. That's why I laugh at people in the ICU. <laughs> nice gown, you getting married? You know? The only way you can make an injury worse is if you call an ambulance. You know? I could be bleeding out on the sidewalk and I'd be like, ah, call Tony. You know? They should stop teaching kids to call 911 and just like call Ubers. At least then you have an excuse to take your kid out drinking with you, you know? But, uh, because ambulances, those are expensive, man. I'm Asian, I did the math, all right? Ambulance is gonna be about $3,000 for a ride. Average cost of a Hummer limousine. That's all. <laughs> That's 150 an hour, all right? Let's say there's a three, three hour minimum, $450, but you're dying, treat yourself. Throwing booze in a stripper, call it an even thousand, all right? 
Matter of fact, if you hire a stripper, your odds of living go up because she's probably a nursing student. You know? Play your cards right. Maybe she'll give you CPR. I don't know. Think about it this way. You either make it to the hospital, save a couple thousand dollars, or you go out like a pimp. Because if you die like that, your ass is on CNN. You know? This just in. A young Asian boy was found dead in the back of a Hummer limo. Witnesses say he bled out during a lap dance. Yeah, he died with dignity. That was the stripper's name. You know, my mom's at home watching the news crying, my baby! My dad's like, yo, that's my son, you know? Ambulances are expensive. Ambulances are so expensive, I think rappers should just start flexing those in their videos. You know, like, yo, we got the Rari, we got the Lambo. Is that an ambulance? Yo, who called Dr. Dre? You know? Snoop Dogg's in the back hot boxing. You know? you know they're really balling if they got those emergency helicopters. <laughs> Ambulances are expensive. Because you know? we live in a country where a limo is cheaper than an ambulance. I think Tupac would have lived if he called a limo. You know? It's crazy. All right, well, that's all I got. Thanks so much. Dylan Young, everyone. Hooray. Does anyone have a cigarette for me? I don't want to have to buy a whole pack. Thank you. <laughs> your next comedian, put your hands together for Ian Langlands, yay! Okay. Hello, everyone. I wish that I was allowed to pet the seeing eye dogs, and I think it's fucked up that I can't. Does anybody feel the same sentiment? You think your dog is so special that I can't pet it because it's working? I don't fuck with that. Uh, and the fact that I'm not allowed to pet it makes me want to pet it even more. It's the, I now know what Eve felt like in the Garden of Eden. That's the one apple that I want, the dog that is a seeing eye dog. And I'm doing so well right now that the host is now leaving. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, one time, one time I tried to pet a seeing eye dog and this lady goes, stop, he's working. He's fucking working, does he know he's working? Does he put on that little vest and a leash and he's like, no fucking around today, no one better touch me. I'm fucking on duty, I better not get pet. <laughs> I, I, I should be able to pet the dog because it's like positive reinforcement for the dog. If I was working and someone pet me on the head, I'd be such a good worker. I'd be so good if someone pet me on the head. Maybe that's just me. Um, another thing that I don't like is when at uh, restaurants, I don't like when restaurants get cute with the names of the shit on the menu. They get cute with the stuff because it makes me not want to order it. I don't want to order that. I don't want to say those words. I've been trying to get a razzmatazz at a fucking Jamba Juice for so long and I just don't have the gall to say it. I don't want to say razzmatazz. Sorry, I'm a man. What can I say? I don't want to say razzmatazz. They get so, they get, I just hate how cutesy it is. It's like, I don't want to have to sit there with the menu in my hand and be like, I'm going to get the slutty, sloppy Susie sandwich. Is that one still available? I don't have the dignity to do it. Don't have it. Don't have it. Okay, let's see what's on the itinerary. <laughs> um... Homeless people in this in the city are evolving at a rate we cannot keep up with. It's a little scary for me. 
This lady asked me for change the other day. I was like, no, I'm sorry, I don't got change. She, she turns to me, she goes, I got Cash App. <laughs> what a world. The homeless people in San Francisco got fucking cash. She pulled out her phone. It was just nicer than mine. It was nicer than mine. <laughs> and, she, and I was like, no, I don't have Cash App. She's like, Venmo? <laughs> she had them all. It's, it's not good when the homeless people, they're, it's like at that point. No, I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> what is it? Wait, I wanted to say something else about the homeless people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so she goes, so she goes, I think Cash App, I don't have Cash App. Venmo? Nope. And then she literally was like, well, you know, Ethereum is rising in the, uh, in the market. I think that could, that could be a pretty good trade-off. I'm like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Sound like a DJ on the turntable. Wow, wow. Uh, you know what? I'm going to call it there. Uh, God bless America and, uh, you know, tip your uh, hookers. Uh, Ian, I thought you were really great. If I may just add a comment. If you could pre-plan before your set that someone in the audience comes up and rubs your hair, will you do that bit about having your hair rubbed during work? Yeah, yeah, totally. I right. think it would be, and if that person could be me, if you could pick me for yeah, that, that would be, that, yeah. uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langlands. Yay. Yay, and then yay. All right, uh, you're next comedian on the list. Put your hands together. Oh, Lee Stewart isn't here. Uh, oh, John Gallagher, you're next. John Gallagher, John Gallagher. Somebody yell John Gallagher's name. Uh, John Gallagher. John Gallagher, you're next. Put your hands together, everybody. Someone yell John out that window. John, it's you. John Gallagher. Yeah, it's you. Put your hands together, everybody, for John Gallagher. Yay! Very rude, but I've, I've had to shit for the last 20 minutes, so I'm just like pacing like a psychopath out there. Um, I had, I've had to go to a lot of uh, funerals uh, recently, and this is weird, but uh, this last funeral I had to go to is my grandpa, and they didn't tell me that I was going to be a pallbearer when I went. Have you guys ever had to do that? That's like crazy. So that's when you carry the coffin into the grave. It's kind of like a big job. And it's the worst part is it's like that's the worst thing I hate about going to grandpa's house anyway was chores, you know? Like, Yeah. <laughs> Gotta take out the trash again. It's brutal. So I was like, we're carrying him, and uh, there's like a mortician's assistant that's like helping us there. And then as we're like carrying uh, him to the the resting place, the the uh, coffin, the uh, or the grave, I should say, like uh, the mortician's assistant, like we're Irish, so they start playing like Amazing Grace on bagpipes. You know, Irish people they love bagpipes, right? So they starts like. This guy starts soloing Amazing Grace super hard, right? And this mortician's assistant, just under his breath, but super loud, so like me and my young cousins can hear, he just goes, I fucking hate bagpipes. <laughs> and it's just like, damned. <laughs> like, this is like one of two jobs where you're around bagpipes all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I think the only job where you're around bagpipes more is professional bagpipe player. Like, I think that's... That's really it. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, like Irish cover band, like Flogging Molly cover band. That's it. I don't know where you, and then not, not only that, you're like, this guy hates bagpipes so much in the job where he's dealing with death all day. <laughs> and the bagpipes are the worst thing that <laughs> really gets him. It's not the grief or the dead bodies. He's just like, mm, this goddamn windbag and this fucking Scotsman is disgusting to me. I hate it. Uh, oh, actually, here. I've been dealing with a lot of death this week, so this is going to be a little depressing. Sorry. 
though I had to go. Uh, my girlfriend's grandma died. This has actually just happened last week. And uh, she, had, she had like a stroke, and they had to put her to sleep. And did you know in uh, hospitals, I didn't know. They did, yeah, we did. We're fucking we're straight, straight up, yeah. She had a stroke, and we're like, that's what they did. They fucking killed her uh, in front of us. And we got to watch, you know, because I guess it's more humane when you, they have eyes watching you. I don't know. So we, you never, you like, do you, you think it's weird? You got to rush to kill someone, you know? You got to like, we got to, we got to get there immediately so they can murder you as fast as possible. Uh, but yeah, but so we're watching, we're in there, and they like, you know, we got this humane way to let her go. Like she was, you know, she was a vegetable if we didn't, if they didn't do it, right? So she had like lost all functionality in her body. But the the nurse comes in, it's like, all right, we got, she's gonna go pleasantly, it's no pain, whatever. And then she goes to give the, uh, give her the little cocktail through the IV, and I just see in the little bag it just says fentanyl. <laughs> So, and then that's what took her out. So it's like, now the only people I know that have OD'd on fentanyl are like my girlfriend's grandma and cops. You know what I mean? It's like, and if anything, how much, doesn't it tell you like cops are the biggest pussies in the world? It's like, it took, it took 16 hours to take down this 86 year old woman with a stroke. It took you 10 minutes to OD. And you were in the prime of your life. Yeah. Super dark. Sorry. <laughs> but you know, uh, my, uh, so yeah, that was like the craziest thing. Have to go do that. Uh, this is a little bit lighter, but uh, uh, I remember reading a while ago that in the Amazon, they discovered this uh, spider that has a super toxic venom that what it does is it kills you within minutes, but before it kills you, it gives you a super hard dick, like if you're a guy. And I'm assuming rock hard labia if you're a lady. You know, there's like the hardest pussy, I don't know if it, I don't know if that does that. I don't think there's any appeal to that, really. <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like you hear that and you're like, that's horrifying. I never want to meet that spider. Somebody in Big Pharma like for Viagra heard that and was like, oh, cool. Now we can use this to make super Viagra. You're like, what the fuck is the matter with people's brains, you know? Because they got to go through clinical trials where they're killing people and they have to explain. That's the thing. It's just like, well, you're going to die. It's like, what? It's like, but, but your dick's going to be super hard. You're like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, that's going to be the caveat for you. It's like, you know, you're going to die with a hard dick because that's like the least humiliating way to go. I guess this was a, a death-fixated set. I'm sorry. I guess that was the whole thing. Bye. Yay, John Gallagher. Existential as fuck. Yay, we're all going to die. Ending on a hard dick joke. Hooray. Professional. Um, all right, the, the, the list is getting all funky because some people aren't here and some people are. But this gentleman, he is from... Um, can, uh, John, will you yell out the door, Connor? Um, Connor. Connor, is Connor not here yet? Connor, he's. It, oh no, that's Dylan. God, I'm Dylan and Connor look similar to me, and I'm a jerk. Um, so you're 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 gonna be up, uh, Jay Stewart. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jay Stewart! Yay! <laughs> What's up? How's it going? Uh, I know I look like a, uh, oh wait, no, I gotta actually have this in my hand. <laughs> uh, I know I look like a serial killer that took up yoga, but uh, I found a bald patch on my happy trail the other day. I uh, Googled, just to see if like other people had that. All I got were a bunch of videos for like incest porn. So I figured it was hereditary. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, been working on my mental health a lot lately, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, your mental health is, is bad news when you wake up and brushing your teeth is a challenge. You know, you're like, wake up and you're like, ugh, this again, ugh. Um, 
I uh, been been trying a new workout routine. Uh, it's low intensity interval training. It's lit. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I've been doing a lot of affirmations uh, lately as well. Try to get myself motivated to get rid get rid of some anxiety. Um, but but they're tricky. At first, I was doing like uh, I will not compulsively masturbate today. I will not compulsively masturbate today. I will not compulsively masturbate today. But that's wrong, right? Like that's not a positive affirmation. You got to do the opposite, right? So for, for me, I will not compulsively masturbate. The opposite is like, I will get a job today. I will get a job today. I will get a job today. But uh, alas, I still have not been able to locate one of those job things. Um, I, uh, I've been evolving, though, you know, uh, Pikachu to Raichu, EB, Jolteon, Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, whatever you want to go there. been evolving. Uh, basically, all I'm saying is I've stopped taking ketamine from random strangers. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's another tag there, but I cannot remember it to save my life um, or my family's life. <laughs> um uh, let's see. Yeah, I am unemployed. It's pretty ironic because, like, when I was in my teens, all I wanted was a uh, friend with benefits. Now that I'm in my late 20s, all I want is a job with benefits. You know, and despite how they try to market you, I can't get either with Pornhub Premium. Um, but uh, naturally, I have been getting more into alien documentaries, you know, because I'm unemployed. Kind of the, the two, it's like, uh, I don't know, apples and... Applesauce. I, I, what? No, what do you say? It, oh, peas and carrots. No? Yeah? Sure. Unemployment will be the peas and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm riffing, guys. I'm, I'm a genius up here just riffing, you know, for some more material. Thank you. But apparently aliens are like all real now. Like all of it's true from Roswell to Ratatouille. All, all of it's true. Um, but the thing that's wigging me out the most is like, that means like five out of 11 seasons of the X-Files is based on a true story now. So, oh my gosh. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been like 15 months or actually somebody reminded me it's not actually 15 months. That's how long I've been out without a job. It's actually 18 months, <laughs> a year and a half. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been like 18 months without a job. Um, wait, there's more to this. I'm totally blanking on it right now. Hang on. How much time do I have left, Pam? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just the Nick Drake of comedy. Thank you so much, guys. Jay Stewart, everyone. Yay. All right, uh, what happened to Nick Hulk? Where did he go? He took off? Hang him. And Max Mig like also gave me um he gave me a really tasty tasty treat to eat. It doesn't have weed in it, it's just really delicious. So but he disappeared too. And Wally didn't show up and Lee Stewart didn't show up. And Connor Carter didn't show up. And um well I have I have one little story I'm gonna tell and then we'll get out of here, I guess. And sometimes we wait for Mike Bonds, but okay, clap for me. There's just one story I want to work on. I don't know if it has punchlines or not. Hey, there's Connor. You are going to be up next. 
Yeah, I know, the, the list got all wacky. I'm gonna tell this little story and then you'll be up. So I've been um, lonely, so I've been thinking back on you know true love and what that means. I had an ex-boyfriend who exemplified true love. I, do you know what a moon cup is? A diva cup? So there's silicon things that you put in your twat to lower your carbon footprint and keep like the cotton away from your twat. Anyways, they fill up with blood and then you pull it out and you like pour it on your pot plants to get better strains like God's pussy or something. Or like glazed blood carrots, amazing. But so you, you do whatever you want, witchcraft with what comes out of, so I was pulling it out and the handle fell out of off. So I've got, boop, I've got the handle in my hand and it's stuck in there and I'm like, all right, this is a problem. I try to reach in with my hands and pull it. It's very slippery, having problems. I cannot grab it. It's uh, impossible. I like try tweezers. I try um, kitchen tongs, like with plastic bags on them. I'm trying everything, right? Nothing is working. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go about my day. I'm gonna figure this out. I go do a comedy show. It's late. I it's it's been in there now for like ten hours. I'm getting a little nervous. So I contact my ex-boyfriend. You might know drummer comedian Aaron Barrett, and he works at Docs up on. Mission, and so I tell him, I say, because he's familiar with the crash site, I'm like, can you help me pull this thing out of my vagina? And he says, you'll come to the bar, <laughs> I'm working tonight, we'll drink, <laughs> we'll hang out, we'll get back to your place, and I'll try my best, right? Closes down the bar, counts all the money, it's three in the morning, we get on the bus, the bus back home, the 14, and then walk up. We're in there, I've got my legs up, he's trying to get in there. We've got flashlights, lights, we've got stuff, we've got the tongs back, we're trying. We've got all kinds of things. We've got like pliers, he's in there. Nothing is working, nothing is, I'm crying, I'm crying, I'm like, I'm gonna, and he's like, it's so stuck because it's like physics. As it's filling up with more blood, this spit, and it's like physics, right? It can't be unstuck. So he says, let's set an alarm for 6.30 in the morning, and then we'll go to the hospital. And I just don't want to go to the hospital because I'm going to have my legs in the stirrups and they're going to reach in there and just be laughing and laughing at my vagina. And I'm like, do I shave it before I get there? Like, what should I do? Should I clean up the crash site? So I wake up, beep, 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 6.30 in the morning and I'm peeing. And I sort of like, it starts to sort of crown kind of. And I'm like, oh, because I'm pushing. So I, so I get up, I'm holding on. So my bathtub is behind me and I stand up on the bathtub and I stand up on the curtain rod and I'm leaning down and I'm pushing and I'm trying to pull it out with my other hand and push. And so I, I wake him up. I'm like, Aaron, 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 you gotta help me. I think you can do it. And he's like, all right. And he jumps out of it and he runs into the bathroom. He gets into the bathtub and he gets under there and he sticks his hand up and he yanks it down and the blood just covers him. It, he's in a literal bloodbath. But it's okay because he's a drummer in a metal band. So he was totally cool with it. He was like, this is absolutely fine. It's not a problem. So the reason I was thinking about this this morning is that in my shower, I've left one drop of blood up on the ceiling from that moment so I can remember what true love is. All right, that's my story. Okay, thank you. Yay! I'm glad you found that story entertaining. I haven't told it in a while, and I wanted to. I want to work on it. Okay, uh, your next comedian. He's all the way here from Houston. Put your hands together, everybody, for Connor Carter. Yay! How do I follow that? 
I got something in my ass once, but it's less exciting than that, so I'm not going to tell that story. Uh, yeah, I'm from Texas. I downloaded dating apps again. I've been here three days, and I just did it. And I've been getting mixed reviews about my penis, uh, which is unfortunate. I think my dick's kind of like Godzilla. It's pretty big in Asia, but it's no match for Kong. So, kind of hit or miss. I went on a date uh, with a girl named Flo. That was on Saturday. And I asked her, why is your name Flo? That's not a common name. And she likes wolves. Wolf backwards is Flo, so she changed her name legally. I was like, all right. I wish your name was Lana. But, uh, you know, you can't win them all. <laughs> She's into astrology. She's not my, I don't know anything about astrology, but she tried to get me involved. She was like, oh, you're born in January. That means you get jealous or you like raisins or whatever she said. And I answered honestly. I was like, you know, now that you mention it, uh, I, I don't give a shit at all. So maybe we can talk about something else. She didn't like that, but uh, she did teach me some things. Like, I was born January 31st. She told me I'm an Aquarius. I don't know what that means. I guess I like water or something. And uh, my friend Rachel was born in June, which explains why she has cancer. I thought that would kill. Killed Rachel, but not, not when I needed it to. Anyways, we went to a McDonald's for our, our first date, and she actually uh, blew me. I guess, lucky for me, she was born uh, in a broken home, and something about the, the fun place triggered something. I'm glad I could help, so uh, I guess I had a Happy Meal, and uh, she ate a kid's meal. She was, she was hungry. I supersized it. I don't know. All right. I'm, uh, I'm half Chinese. I'm half white. I've never really identified as either one. Like, I kind of flip and flop. Some people are gender fluid. I consider uh, racial fluid. Kind of depends on the situation. Like, if I'm applying to a, a job, I'm Asian. Right? Put some glasses on. I'll maybe bow a little more than I normally do because I, uh, I want the job. If I get pulled over, I'm white. Right? I take out my constitution, get my dad involved, like white people stuff. If I apply to, to grad school, I'm, I'm Native American because I hear that's the right choice to make. Right? And if, if they don't like that, I go right back to Asian. Stop Asian hate. Let me be Cherokee if I want to be. So it's a very convenient game for me. All right. My, uh, my dad's white. His side of the family is a little racist. A little worried about that. I think it's because they watch the news. You got to be careful where you get your news from. Like, for example, I checked my phone. It said it's going to be 59 today, but it's going to feel like 62. Then I saw a Fox weather update that said it's going to be 60, but it's going to feel like immigrants are taking our jobs. So I brought this light jacket, but I, I don't feel very safe. All right, that's all my time. Thank you very much. Connor Carter. You can see him this Thursday at Bar at Dolores at 7 o'clock. There's a Mutiny Radio Presents show. 
Those are the shows this week, uh, Wednesday at Asiento, 7.30, Thursday, 7 o'clock, Bar Dolores, and then Saturday at 2 at Atlas. And here on Friday for 14 lucky people with masks. Oh, yay. Um, well, thanks. Um, a lot of people didn't show up, so we'll just end early. Thanks for sticking around, and uh, we'll be back next week with stuff and funny things. Okay, bye. Then to be fooled around and get hurt by you. Cause when I give my love, I want love in return. Oh, yeah. Now I know this is a lesson, Mr. Bista. You have learned, Mr. Bista. Tell me, who do you think you are, Mr. Bista? You're never gonna get my love, Mr. Bista. You're never gonna break my heart country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. You'll laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> it's the joke workshop. Flap like classic Mutiny Radio. I don't want a pickle. Just wanna ride on my motorcycle I don't wanna tickle Cause I'd rather ride on my motorcycle 
ಸಪ್ತಗಿರಿ ಗುರುನಾದ ತಂದಿಡುವೀರ್ ಜ್ಞಾನಮುಮೇ ಸಪ್ತಗಿರಿ ಗುರುನಾದ ಬಂದಿಡುವೀರ್ ಬಂದಿಡುವೀರ್ ಅವಧೂದ ಸದ್ಗುರುವಾಂಡವನೇ From nowhere to a challenge Around the campfire light A lovely woman in motion With hair as dark as night Her eyes were like that Of a cat in the dawn That hypnotized me with love She was a gypsy woman She was a gypsy woman She danced around and round To a guitar melody Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at Mutant Rights Visit her around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate Oh, Lord, how she enchanted me She was a gypsy woman. She was a gypsy woman. She was a gypsy woman. 
Ed Sullivan. Everyone does Ed Sullivan now. Even agents can do Ed Sullivan. I'm sure that somewhere in the world is a goddamn bear. <laughs> Just from being on the show, you know. Watching Ed from the wings, you know, you pick it up. Now, I know that a lot of guys do Ed Sullivan on kind of an amateur basis, and I'm here to help. It's, you know, kind of replaced the lampshade for men at parties. And dig it. When you do your Ed Sullivan impression, when you do your Ed Sullivan, don't worry about the voice or the manner of voice. Just the acts you introduce. The stranger, the freakier the acts are, the better your Ed Sullivan will be. I'll now start my Ed Sullivan. I do the John Biner Ed Sullivan, by the way. Many of the comics prefer the Will Jordan. But the John Biner Ed Sullivan is cued for my ear by saying the phrase, well, now you know. But I know. But I know right here in Orchard. But I know. I'll get it. But I know. But I know right here in Orchard. But I know just after Connie Francis, her tribute to Carmen Basilio. <laughs> 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 